Hello everyone from Flow Church or anyone else listening to this. Hello. Well. It is Liam and Emily here. Uh, it's a Thursday having... morning. It is a Thursday morning and it's sunny, which is just wonderful. Although Met Office have said it's going to get a little bit cooler at the bank holiday. But in Jesus' name, Aww. I'm going to say it's going to stay warm. Uh, anywho, we thought we'd just record a little podcast uh, to go with our series that we're currently in called The Family Flag. Uh, this series has all been about what to expect in your house, according to Acts 10. And Liam has been doing a marvellous job at unpacking this well, for thank us. thank you. You're welcome. And one of the things that this series wanted to achieve was to look at actually how we structure our house as well as in the house of Flow Church. And um, we were going to do that on Sundays, but God moved in other ways. So we've decided mm. to do a podcast explaining to you guys some of the structure around the house of Flow Church. Um, so what we're um, deciding to build upon in terms of structure to help live out the expectations for what we want to see in our house uh, as the house of God. I think it's better that we're doing it in a podcast. Yeah. Because then people can re-listen. You can re-listen. They'd have totally forgotten what yeah. I said if we'd said because it in the atmosphere. Because it would have been eclipsed by everything else It would have been. And there was a lot of good stuff happening on Sundays. Oh, yeah, recently. definitely. We've had I some really it. powerful meetings. Yeah. Can I just say, I, like, I love coming to Flow Church. Me too. And I know it's our church, but I just feel like I would really enjoy going there anyway. <laughs> I really enjoy the presence and the, the people. The and... great. <laughs> I really enjoy just hanging with the people. It's just a really good... I think it's maybe because we knew there's that kind of rawness and mm. uh, excitement and passion totally. behind it, but it's a really enjoyable season. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm really yeah. enjoying going. Enjoying, going to look forward to this Sunday. FYI, I remember yes, the card Yes, we're at another yeah. venue. It's going to be a good challenge for us Woo-hoo! all to do something different. I'm excited. And I feel like I've got a really good word as well. So to end the series, I'm really excited about Yeehaw. it. So. Ye- so, <laughs> it's not the title or anything I'm not going to be talking about I'm just excited cowboys. I'm just excited so let's get back on track have you ever so, said yeehaw before in excitement probably okay cool um, so we're going to use this podcast to talk about the leadership structure the leadership structure um, yes. to help people understand how we want to structure our house yes so that we can structure it in a way that holds of what we expect God yes. to do within our house so Liam why don't you kick us off and, and walk yeah. us through that cool well let me just kick off though by saying we have to be, you know, as I talked about with the family flag, change is part of family yeah. growing and moving yeah. forward. And so we are going to have to change our leadership structures in each stage that we grow as sure. a church and move forward into mm-hmm. new things. So we had a, we've had a stage up to now to get us to, to where we're at. Yeah. And we feel like it's time to sort of change that and move yeah. into a different phase of leadership. Yeah. But that will have to constantly change. So we, we're, we're going with this for now, but please yeah. people don't get stuck to it. Yeah. Or if you think there's something missing, don't worry. That will probably come in another yeah. season. And, yeah. um, but patience is our big word. Patience <laughs> is our big word right now. But I just know with leadership, so if you get stuck as a structure, your church can get bottlenecked. Sure. And so we've got to be ready to change our structure as we grow. So Great. we might set this structure up now and we might grow dramatically in the next two come months. On which means that we're going to have to change it again. Yeah, that's true. So we've got to change as we grow, not really yeah. time. It's more about our growth as a church. Okay, so where we're at right now, yes. what we're going for right now is we're going to go to have, we're going to have a leadership structure which kind of has five teams 
So this is what we're aiming for. This is this would be our big aim the for. The dream aim. This for is the, the big game. We yeah. are not there yet, but this yeah. is what we'd like to have. Sure. Is we'd like to have five teams and that all kind of feed into each other. Yeah. And uh, I do have a diagram, but obviously it's useless on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe we'll post it. Maybe I'll describe <laughs> it. No, it won't. Um, and uh, so we're going to have these five teams and one team will sit in the middle, mm-hmm. which will be the strategic team. Or if you like biblical terms, I guess that would be your eldership team. Sure. They will decide the strategic vision for the church, the theological Great. standpoints for the church and deal with any other issues in the church that come to that level. Great. And then they will be supported then by four teams. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them is our deacon team which are the running, they run the church, they organize they it, they the they run the show, they lead the teams of yeah. volunteers, so if you're on a volunteer, your person leading that is probably on that deacon team, yeah. so every ministry will be represented to that at right. some point. Uh, we're then going to have a pastoral team, yeah. which are going to look after the health of the people, yeah. make sure people are cared for, visited, uh, you know, any conflict is dealt with, any sin is corrected, all those kind of things, sure. so they will be the health of our yeah. body. We're going to have trustees, yeah. which are our sort of legal, moral and financial guardians, if you will. <laughs> guardians! Guardians! Of the galaxy! <laughs> they, uh, they will be looking after what we do in that sense to make sure that we are on the straight and narrow. Awesome. Uh, they are already established, but they are going to be changing, but we'll talk about that in a second. Trustees. And then we're going to add, eventually, a sort of watchman team. I so love that. A prayer and prophecy team where they will specifically meet to pray for Flow Church and hear from God. Love it. So that... Here we go. When the strategic... Yeah, yeah. Focus in right now. Focus yeah, in. This is a good part. When the strategic team have a vision that they feel God has given them. Yeah. So this, the group of the strategic team might say, next year we feel like we need to do A, B and C. They will then go to each of those teams and say to the pastoral team, are we healthy enough? Great. They will say to the deacon team, do we have enough energy? Great. Do we have enough resource? They will say to the trustees, is it financially reliable? Is it moral? Are yeah. we legally allowed to? Yeah. And then they'll go to the watchman and say, what does God say to you to help us with this and then i'm assuming and hoping that if god's spoken to the strategic team it will bring us all together and uh, if he hasn't and we've made it up (laughs) then it will clash with somebody so there's a good chance there's a good barrier and way to weigh what god what we feel god is saying i love it because i think it's very important that we understand we're building a leadership structure to lead us but to really it's almost like we're creating this satellite dish if you will to hear from god yes yeah. We need to hear from God is in charge of our church. Yeah. I, we must remember that. Yeah. And he dictates where we're yeah. going and what he we're doing. He leads the church. He leads the church. He then asks us to shepherd and lead what he has told us to yeah. do, to lead the people yeah. through that. So that that's that's the plan. So we're going to try and create this. So these teams kind of hone in mm. um, on really what God is saying to our church and how yes. he wants to lead it. In their different boundary right. areas. Yes, and then, I love that. And then we can team together. So I love it. Uh, maybe do you want to tell us where we're at? So where are we at before phase two begins? Where, yeah. where have we got to? So that's big picture, end game, that's the big in the pi- best way. <laughs> yeah, that's the big picture. That's what we'd love to have um, eventually. Yeah, so I guess phase one, where we're up to at the moment, uh, we needed a leadership um, structure in place to actually get Flow Church up and running off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to, to do that, we've had uh, trustees. So we've had a board of trustees in place since... Probably this time last year. Well, since we had to, we couldn't start a charity without. We couldn't start, um, become a charity or start Flow Church without them. Um, So we've had a board of trustees in place that have um, 
kind of they have done the financial legal and moral but they've also looked out for a bit for direction and stuff as well they've yeah they've had a They've They've had a broader role in this season because that's what we've had. Um, But their role will be more um, honed in when we have these other teams in place. Um, And we've also had a deacon team uh, to get the church off the ground and running. So um, we've had team leads for each of the different ministry areas, each of the different teams where you can serve in in church. We've had a, a leader of them, which has been our deacon team so that Flow Church can actually get up and going, um, you know, and, and all the different things can happen that we've yeah. started putting on. Um, so that's what we've got to up till now. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Liam and I have been the, the lead pastors in within that. Um, and so that's, yeah, that's where we're up to at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, but do you want to talk about where we're moving into? Not yet. No, he's shaking his head. That's <laughs> um, what I want to say about that as well. It's just to remember that. Uh, we are also covered by Kerith for a season. Great, yeah. So, um, you know, that we felt like we had this covering in many different ways yes. to help us and support us go yeah. through. So we've had many meetings with Simon and yeah. and different members of the, the yes. staff at Kerith yeah, to yeah. help us build. Yeah. Um, and then also to be aware, for people to be aware that that team was made up of people that came from Kerith yeah. with us because those were the people that we knew when we first started. In fact, I think the Board of Trustees has been there like for a long time, I think it's the October before. Yeah. Because we had to do it yeah. when we had the charity. So yeah. these were the people we knew at the time. Yeah. And actually the part of this new phase that we're going to go into is really exciting because it's going to be flow people. Yes. It's not going to be, uh, you know, Kerith people. It's going to be a new flow team. Yeah. Which is really exciting. Yeah. So yeah, we were excited that about that. That is cool. So yeah, so so where we're going um, sort of into to phase two is we're going to refresh the teams that we have. So the trustees and deacons are established. We're going to refresh them, like I say. So we're going to now add in flow members yeah. and um, look at everybody's role and think who needs to sit on the table, who doesn't need to sit on the yeah. table. So we've actually changed the teams now. Yeah. Um, some of them are still happening. I don't think trustees have met as the new team, no. um, but the deacon team has. Um, so some people have left that team and some people have been added in. Yeah. And now the deacon team is a lot more focused on yeah. actually running of events and organisation of the church. And they and each have really clear roles. They each have really clear responsible roles. Responsible for. Yeah. And then the trustees will have a more clearer boundary, but they will still serve as a wider thing for now because we haven't got extra covering in, mm-hmm. in the other teams. Um and so, yeah, it's exciting because there's going to be Flow members on there. Love it. And uh, that really excites me that it's now going to be the Flow team, not the, not the Kerith team trying to start Flow. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're so really excited about that. So people have been spoken to and invited. And then the next... Cool. So that's, that's, that's what we're doing for Phase 2. And then the next big thing for Phase 2 is um, we are going to be adding the pastoral team. Yeah. Um, which is a brand new team. Yeah. And uh, you're going to be heading up, Em. So I am. do you want to tell us a bit about it? Go for it. Why it's there? What it plans to do? Um, the process. Maybe I'll fire some questions. Yeah, yeah, do do. Um, so pastoral team. Obviously, the the heart behind it, the boundary, I guess, of this team is to look after the health of our people. Um, to make sure you know people are doing okay. Where there's a need to help people out, to be caring for our people. Um, you know, pastoring them in in that sense of of making sure they're healthy and and stepping in where where there is that need for them. 
Um, we've had our first meeting as a as Exciting. a team. Which How did was, it go? Which, it was really good, actually. Good. Some good ideas, um, some good interaction. People are, you know, looking forward to this. We've got a team of people who, you know, we've chosen them because we can see the pastoral gift within them and see that heart that they have to to tend to people's needs and and, and when they're struggling. Um, so yeah, we we've had that meeting and uh, we're looking to. To set up our process for for how we're actually going to help um, people. So, one of uh, the big things I had on my heart for setting up the pastoral team is um, one for it to obviously be able to you know look up look out for its people and look after the health of people, but also feel like there's a really important element in the pastoral team of of efficiency and effectiveness. Um, because for me, that goes hand in hand with if you tell someone your problem but then they don't do anything about it, you don't necessarily feel or mm-hmm. actually receive the care that, that you were looking for. Mm-hmm. So for me, there's this element behind it that I want our pastoral team to have an efficiency mm-hmm. so that if people come and they share a need, then it, and then they see something done with it and actioned on it, mm-hmm. that actually ex- establishes that culture of care and of looking out for people and, and how they're doing. Um so our idea is, um, and we've discussed this with the pastoral team and they are on board with it, is on a Sunday, um, if you come in and you feel like you've got something you want support with or you want help uh, from or input from the pastoral team, uh, there are two ways in which you can reach out to be able to do that. Um, one is we'll have a uh, an online form on a computer which you can go fill in uh, at the back that will be at the info point you won't have to say to the person you know what exactly it is you can just fill it in and, and say you want support input from the pastoral team uh, but the other way as well because we recognize that you know some people if they are in a place of need and want support will be feeling vulnerable will you know they might not necessarily want people to to see or know about what they they want to share to the pastoral mm-hmm. team so um we're actually going to create cards which which will be out on the seats so that you can just sit in your seat you know privately and and fill this in with no one really seeing if, if you don't want to make it a kind of big deal and you want to be able to share that you want help from the pastoral team you can you can fill in this card and there'll be a box that you could drop it into you can pop it in and then Envelope. so there is that privacy around it as well that because we understand that people when they come to the pastoral team they're usually in need there might be some pain they might feel hurt they probably feel vulnerable at sharing and I also want to make it clear on these you know on these forms that it's not that you have to spill everything that's going on in your life on these forms mm-hmm. um it's more that you're saying I would like support from the pastoral team. It's it's a point of contact uh, to make. Um, does that all make sense? You want to jump in, say anything there? No, I think that's good. I mean, I had some questions, but I think you answered them. So, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I guess the, so the point is if I'm a new person yes, or I'm coming to church and I, I feel like I need some support or something's happening in my family or I'm about to go through something challenging in my work, I can either just type in the back a form mm-hmm. and then or I can fill out a bit of a card that goes somewhere yeah um, so I guess the question is what happens to that and and how does that help me so the both the forms that you know on the, the paper and online I only I will um, receive those okay um, and then I'll on a 
probably on a Monday morning, go through them. Um, I'll look at what the needs are and then what will happen is they'll get distributed to the pastoral team. So then on that Monday, your your need, your <clears throat> uh, pastoral support need will go to someone on our pastoral team and then they will in that week um, action that need as it were. So whether it's you know praying for you or giving you a phone call or paying you a visit, they will in that week um, take steps towards filling that out and making sure you get contacted and um, get connected and supported on on the pastoral need that you have you have shared with us. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, I mean that sounds like a lot. So let, let, I just want to help people know this is going to take some time to build. Yeah. Um, and you know we're trying to to do the best we can yeah. with this and to try and be as efficient and effective as possible yeah. to actually love people. Yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, go on. I just want to you know, um, I know that. It can't all just be black and white. Here's a system that everyone fits into. And it's not going to be like we're regimental, like, oh, you can't have support if you haven't done it through this way. We know that if you end up talking to one of us face to face, of course, that's going to get passed on as well. We know that, you know, we might get things from other ministry leads where they share with us something as well. So we know that it's, uh, you know, a... It can come from different directions, but we wanted something that if no one knew how to, or if they couldn't speak to someone face to face, we know that no one could leave Flow Church on a Sunday without having some way in which they could reach out for support yeah. and get help. Yeah, because ideally it'd be great if you always ended up chatting with someone. Or, of course. But as we grow and as yeah. time moves and Sundays are pretty busy, yeah, you don't always get that space yeah. to do that. So at least if you can just write your name down somewhere, you yeah. can know that there'll be further contact for you. Yeah, and you know, that's the initial start. And yeah. you know, that when it's when the process has started, it will absolutely be, you know, connection. It will be, you know, far more personal than that because yes. it's gonna be a person reaching out to you. Yeah. Um and so yeah, that's that's the heart for it. Obviously the the vision for the future and the pastoral team have already said this is, you know, we'd love to get to a place where there is almost a pastoral area on a Sunday and you can go and talk to someone face to face from the team, but we're just not there yet. Um, just because of resource and time and people, you know, people on a pastoral team serve on other areas as well at mm-hmm. the moment. So it's just having that patience and knowing this is what we're starting with and hopefully you can see the heart uh, behind that as well. Yeah, I think yeah, it's it's a definitely a strong start. There's at least somewhere in some way people can hook on to get yeah. support and help, and I think that's that's important. I think doing something consistently, yeah, is is half the challenge with church. Yeah, because we don't have any money just to throw behind staffing or anything no, like that. This is no. this is volunteers, and especially if it's you know around pastoral care and it is people who are in need. It's a thing of efficiency and effectiveness. We want to do something that we can maintain every single week yes. so that people don't fall through the net so mm. that people don't feel ignored or left out or like they're not being supported okay that's fantastic no thanks Sam. that's good awesome i like it i'm trying to think there's any other questions but i don't know if there is with that i don't think so no, i mean you might do i don't i don't have questions because well, let's be honest like we're still figuring out right yeah we're still trying yeah. new things and we're going to try this for a season and we're very I think all structures are open to change and subject to change um, because, yeah, we just got to go with the flow and what our church is doing. So, um, you know, if it we'll try it and if it doesn't seem to work, we'll we'll change it so that we can be more effective. And I think, you know, I've done a lot of looking around other churches and how they do theirs and there's a whole mixed bag. So it's just, 
you know, whatever I think works for you in the season that you're in. And for us, this is where we're at resource wise and time wise to be able to do this. No, it is about there is a mixed bag because different churches are different sizes and different places, different needs. You know, Kerith was a big church, a thousand people. But there was a lot of people who came in through the social justice work. So it was a different type of pastoral need that they they needed than maybe a church that's in different areas of the yeah. world and, and uh, different sizes so that's what's going to work for us for this season mm-hmm. we'll try it mm-hmm. and hope that people get help that's yeah the plan. or just mm-hmm. yeah maybe some people want to say hi you know? yeah <laughs> um so yeah if you if you are keeping up to track with what we're talking about it has been 20 minutes so wow. maybe you've lost focus maybe we need a little brain break um yeah what what tell us about the toffee crisps that have been raining down upon oh your life gosh. because of the last podcast i love people yeah. at our church i'm being kept fed with toffee crisps and yes. i just want to say keep them coming and i have to <laughs> shout out some people did actually buy me a dairy milk hey! which was a blessing because everyone kept getting getting you a toffee crisp yeah and i was starting to feel a bit left out i think they love me no they do that's good <laughs> and some people of them love, love me <laughs> they all love you babe um no, but we appreciate you, your yeah, love, oh guys. Yeah, oh my gosh, I love it. It's so cute. Um, I actually got bought a, at Easter time a, a Easter egg that had two toffee crisps in it and had a toffee crisp mug. It did. That was that was impressive. That was phenomenal. That was very generous of the person yeah, that did that for you. It was. Yeah, and I someone even that. made us dinner the other day as well. They did. You guys are so good to us. Love we really it. appreciate you and, and love you. It's we also like brand new cars and envelopes full of cash. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. We love so you guys. Kidding. So kidding. Tee-hee, so kidding. Tee hee. No, I'm joking. Bank number is. <clears throat> Stop it. <laughs> no. Do you share that online? <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah. So there's a brain break. Should we yes. ask another question though? Oh. What's What's your favourite animal? Well, I don't want to be brought loads of my. F- Actually, well, well, you would do. I would do. My favourite animal is a penguin. You do like penguins? I love penguins. I think they're really entertaining. Just, yes. We went to the zoo recently with uh, my cousins and nephew. And you spent a good 20 minutes just staring (laughs) at the things, penguins, by yourself. I did. I love them. I love how they waddle. I love how they jump into the water. I love how they're a bit, like, ditzy. They can't quite decide where to go. And they just kind of plop into the water, don't they? Yeah. (laughs) It's really hilarious. (laughs) Isn't plop such a funny word? Let's not, let's not talk about that. That's disgusting. That's what they do. They just jump and they just... They do. That's a fun noise. What's your favourite animal? Uh, my favourite animal is, is a lion. Although I do like a lot of big cats. I just... I mean, obviously everyone does, but they are... I find them particularly so fascinating. Lions and penguins. Lions and penguins. Um, what do you think would win? A thousand penguins or a lion? Thousand penguins. They could, you think they'd win in a fight? They could slap you with their flippers. This is a lion. Wings? Arms? What are they called? They have, well, they don't fly. They use them to swim. Peck you with their beak? Mm. I don't know. I'd put my money on a lion. Okay. I like lions, though. I feel like they are... I like the self-assurance of a lion. He knows who he is, and he knows what he was born to do. Do you think our animals reflect? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I like penguins because they're ditzy, and they... Yeah. And I like lions because they're self-assured. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, oh. tell us what you think. Comment below. Back on Would track. a thousand, let's say emperor penguins, because they're the biggest absolutely. ones. Absolutely. Or a lion. Actually, if it was an emperor penguin, they're pretty fierce. They're, they're big. And I think you could like run around it. They could they could disorientate the lion. It would. I think it would definitely freak the lion out if they actually got aggressive. Yeah. But penguins, I don't know if they're aggressive enough to actually. They just get scared of a lion. Um, 
Well, would they? Because they've never met a lion. If you just plopped a lion. Why do you keep saying that word? Anyway, I hope that's been a nice brain break for you. Excellent. Three minutes of waffle. Um, So if you are noticing, there is a couple of things that we haven't added in this phase to our leadership, which we will add in as time goes by. Yes. And that is the prayer team. We obviously have the prayer meetings that we're doing very regularly, and we do twice a month. So we feel like we're getting a lot of input from prayer, and people keep messaging us saying what they feel like they've heard from God at prayer meetings and stuff. And uh, and then we will add in a strategic team at some point, but that one's a very important role, so we don't want to be hasty in in forming that. Yeah. Because our big thing right now is that we're just not rushing. Yes. We're just not rushing, and I've spoken to Simon about this and asked his Simon, advice. Simon, who is senior pastor at Kerith. For those who don't know, and is our pastor. Yeah. You know, we've sought his advice about you know how long do you have between this this gap of not full covering yeah um but he's been very relaxed with us and, and given us good advice and so yeah. yeah we just feel yeah we we have people that we can turn to in in, yeah. in case of real and we are things. covered and now yeah the trustees are there but also Kareth is there yeah and now we're adding other support networks to to, to share the weight of, yeah. of leading church yeah um and so yeah we, we feel in a very good place yeah and actually for our size i've been told we would and our age we're doing this is really good yeah as uh, the, the the input i've received from pastors and great so yes yeah, so i'm very excited and uh we will add in strategic team and watchman team as as we go mm. um but we're not in a rush and everything is subject to change that is yeah. so we will see what god does who knows this sunday might be revival sunday come on and before you know it hundreds and thousands of people are coming and then we'll definitely need a different and then structure. we'll need we'll need to change the structure completely then because we have to do what god is doing so imagine if all of stains turned up to church on sunday wow that'd be i mean what is that Fifty thousand people that would be nuts that'd be cool i don't know where we'd put everyone in the car park i, I think you need a whole stadium that's true don't know if a car park is quite yeah. big enough though but hey, let's pray for it and let's believe it. So that's our plan. So I hope that's helped and informed you a bit. Um, if you do have any questions, we're happy to talk about it. And uh, maybe you have some thoughts as well. We are very transparent. We're not, you know, we're not, not like... precious. Yeah, but this is what we feel like is right for now. It's what we've discussed with other yeah. leaders and people on our team. And, yeah. and we feel like it's a good direction for us now. Yeah. But if you do have any questions, we're happy to talk about it. And maybe in the future, we'll make take your suggestions on to make changes. But who knows? Mm-hmm. as we go so that's the plan i hope this has helped you and informed you we love you we appreciate you and we're Absolutely. excited for this sunday Woohoo! 26th of may at the magna carta school bring it for the last sermon on the family flag family flag so yes that's the plan love you guys appreciate you and we'll see you sunday